Yes. Welcome back to Funny Book Forensics. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me back on Funny Book Forensics. Wait a minute. This is our show. <laughs> thank you for uh, clicking your keyboard all throughout the silent period that I was trying to preserve. Well, it was you were trying to preserve it, but, you know, I want to reserve it for keyboard clicking moments. I, I see. I have all those that's, keyboard That's clicks. helpful. As Once again, we are going to have the best introduction podcast ever. Um, so uh, we, yeah. we skipped a week, and I apologize because Greg was busy. Sorry. It was something about a Kickstarter and 24 hours of Star Wars. and uh, we, we tried to do 24 hours of Star Wars for the Starlight comic book Kickstarter. Starlight.com. And uh, we... Uh, we we got through a majority of the movies. Uh, there was some some issues, uh, and then Travis Travis crashed out. You mean there were some issues? Like you got through the first three movies, and then you went. There are no more. No, no, no. We watched the episodes one, two, three, episode four. Why? Wait, wait. You did what? You we watched them. No, no, wait, why, no, why are you watching them in numerical order? Because See, there's the story uh, mm-hmm. and then there's a prequel. Yes, yes. And then there's some other thing that's just the same movie as the originals. Um, there was a, there was a meeting amongst, amongst the team and there was a decision that was made to, to do this. And I, I, you didn't fight well. I, it's a democracy. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's just no democracy. It's a business. <laughs> everyone, everyone had a vote. And uh, why did it, you give them a vote? What? Stop giving people votes. It's your business. <laughs> it's not a democracy. Everybody got an opportunity to say their piece and uh, they wanted to watch the pod race. And uh, then they realized that they didn't like episode two and they all left while I got up to go to the bathroom. And when I came back, I was the only one watching the movie with anyone in the video chat. So I had to watch the whole entire episode two movie by myself and talk to people. And then when they came back, is untie this robe, open it up and say, Exactly. I found out that um, that nobody wanted to watch that episode from the team. And then also that. At By the some way, that point, was that was no context. Ric Flair on Twitter. If you're wanting to follow. It was great. All I have to do is untie this robe. Yeah. Open it up. And say, what's causing all this? Okay. So, so, I'm, I'm, so I'm playing, even though, of course, my phone beeped in the middle of all that because, you know, it's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were actually yeah. legitimately getting a phone call. So I was like, oh, hey, he's going to, this is his new ringtone. No, I just wanted to play Ric Flair um, during your story totally. because it makes as much sense as your story. Well, no. And the, the, like I said, the best part was is that at some point, uh, Travis's live feed went down. So I was talking about the Kickstarter to people and telling them all about everything that was great 
and going on about day number one, the 24 hours and all the, all the amazing rewards you could get if you backed it on day number one for that two hour time chunk. And, uh, the feed was down. So I legitimately was just talking to myself in my living room. Well, I backed it right away and got an amazing deal, which I felt oh. like was a mistake. You probably did. You probably backed it at an amazing, what you got, you got an amazing deal, which was a mistake. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't tell everybody what that mistake was. Oh, it was a giant mistake. Good job. <laughs> you but, you uh, lucked out. I, you found uh, the secret hack. <laughs> I got an amazing deal on Starlight number three. A lot of people got that amazing deal. And uh, boy, oh boy, there, there's someone that's running our Kickstarter that uh, is kicking themselves. <laughs> There's a, uh, yeah, so uh, they'll no longer be running the Kickstarter. Is, is that what you're saying? Oh, no, no. That's there. This is, no, it's just it, it. It was one of those things that it could happen to anybody. It's not, it's not, it's just a, it could happen to anybody. Could it happen to me? Could it happen to Brett? Could, did you, could it happen to David? Could it happen to could Travis? Happen to David. Oh, I see. So, so clearly, it could happen to anybody, and it could happen. To, what? <laughs> assuming I don't know who did this, yes. and and I because I don't. Um, I I have like, is there some like Schoolhouse Rock numbers episodes, or or I I know what it is. They could get a lot of the count from Sesame Street. They could they if they if uh, they they hung out with the count, they could learn. It would numbers. help. It would help. Yeah. 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 I thought I was just getting some special, like I got on there, like in the first five minutes deal, but <laughs> apparently not. Yeah. Now. Just imagine, calculate that over a 24 hour period. Everybody that back that. I, 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 I've already done that for you actually. And I don't want to report back to you. You're crying, aren't you? Um, we, we, I just kind of ran an analysis compared to Kickstarter number two and Kickstarter number three. And, mm -hmm. But you know what? Nobody cares about this. Yeah, nobody cares about this. No, because Except they us. are here for Wonder Woman issue number five. All right, but we just want to share some of our lives, what's going on. Yes. So, yeah, well, I'm glad you're back and I get to speak to you again, even though the Kickstarter is not wholly funded yet. It is um, so close. I'm, I'm still allowed to talk to Greg um, now, which you're I wasn't for like two weeks. Oh, not two weeks. Or oh, even yesterday. We're in the first week. We're in the first week. We're literally or even yesterday. Dan, so we are we are like four hundred dollars, okay. four hundred seventy five dollars shy. Seventy seven. Oh, seventy seven. Yeah, not to not that I need to be exact or anything. Is it really seventy seven dollars? No, four hundred and seventy seven. Oh, okay, four hundred seventy seven dollars. Yeah, you have one hundred and fifty two backers. Yes, there are okay. twenty two days left. Yes, and you are extremely close to being funded again. So, if you are our one listener and you haven't. And you want here, actually, I have the pitch. If you are one listener and you want Greg to stop clicking his keyboard throughout the podcast because it's audibly making noise every time he clicks the keyboard, you can hear, I can hear it every single time. Yes, I can hear it. Click, oh. click, click. Yeah. If you want Greg to stop clicking his keyboard during the podcast, then you need to back Starlight issues one through three, but it's really Starlight number three on Kickstarter. But you can get numbers one and two with the add-on button. If you, <laughs> if you haven't gotten them yet. 
if you haven't or gotten them yet. you could just choose one of the fine options that allows you to buy all three. Yes, you can. It's a great option. It is a great option, though you can't have the cool bonus ones that I got by backing the original Kickstarters. Oh, I thought you were going to say by backing that super special deal. No, I am not terrible human. I went ahead and bought an add-on when I did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not horrible. You're only going to lose like $8 on me, not... Wait, never mind. No, we caught it. I think we caught it before episode one finished. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, so Some, you know why, you know nice why this person, happened? You there know was why a this nice happened? person not not named you that messaged us directly and said, "Wow, hey, I think you guys have a boo boo on your on your Kickstarter well, I page." I was at work, Greg. <laughs> they were at work too, Dan. <laughs> I'm joking. How do you know? All <laughs> they right. Told me. Well. <laughs> Obviously, we have some challenges in our lives, but hopefully you all are doing OK. And yes. uh, Kickstarter Kickstarter pod is, is done. And, and now we're moving back to Funny Book Forensics and quit clicking your keyboard. For I had crying to click out loud. to get to Wonder Woman. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I, I, I need to get you a non clicky click keyboard. I can't help it. You're the one that tells me about professional audio. Yes. And here we go. Click, 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 hey. click, click. You know, sometimes it's that it's it sounds nice. It's like it's like rain on a tin roof. Yeah, it sounds nice when I'm typing and everybody else in the house hates it. But anyway, uh, yeah. So we are at Wonder Woman number five, cover date, June 1987. Oh, yeah. And George Perez is insane. Oh, very George Perez drew like 5,000 snakes on this cover. So many snakes. It looks like like there are just strands of green, right? When you first look at the cover and you're like, why is Wonder Woman being attacked by weeds? But then you immediately notice this giant snake uh, coming at her face, right? Yeah. And that's wrapping around her. And then when you look further, every single one of those green like things has a snake head on it with eyes and a tongue. It's so a he went through and drew snakes. every single thing in fine detail. Like, yeah, it's it, but it's insane. I mean, the how long did it take him to do this? I don't know. That's that's yeah. No, thinking about that, the the time and effort to draw all of those lines to make all of those snakes, so many snakes, too many snakes, and the fine details. Yeah, on it's just it. It's and George then, Perez, and then whoever went through and colored them to find out which ones had to be the different colors and varying shades. Oh, the colorist! Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a lot. Too many damn snakes. Yeah, on this mother effing cover. That's right. But we are, well, anyway, Wonder Woman Diana doesn't look super happy. No. I guess she is Wonder Woman now. She's so. Wonder Woman and she is not happy. happy. She's she's engulfed in snakes. This is like, she's like Indiana Jones. I would not be happy with this. On a train full of snakes. I'm not a snake fan. Mm -mm. Too many. Not cool. Nope. Get them away. When when I was 
when I was four years old, yeah, uh, my mother, in her infinite wisdom, took me to Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh-huh. and then to Tahlequah, Oklahoma, where my grandparents lived. Um, my sister had just been born, and my grandfather took me into the woods yeah, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and in this field, and we saw a snake, a rattlesnake. And I turned around and ran back toward the house. Like the snake was kind of far away from us. And my grandpa was like, where are you going? And I still remember this vividly. And I said, there's a snake. I'm going home. (laughs) I'm going home. And so that is my four-year-old mind with snakes. I just don't see any reason to mess with them. And these snakes remind me of like those water moccasins that would like drop out of trees in the south oh, yeah. into your canoe. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not impressed with these snakes. Like no. I'm impressed with the drawing, but I am not a big fan of snakes. Mm-mm, me neither. Don't like them. Not a fan. I don't like things that can bite me and poison me. What if they're not trying to poison you, Dan? They just want to. I don't you know, care. I don't care. <laughs> just want to give you a hug, care. a snaky hug. <laughs> great, a snaky hug. That sounds great. Let's <laughs> load up on snakes. Snakes. Let's give you a snaky hug where we murder you by squishing you to death. That sounds fun. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, just like a just a big old boa constrictor hug. Well, we are on to the first page, and the gods are back. Oh, they are back. The gods are back. They they seem more chill, but they also seem stressed, they, so I'm, oh, I'm not sure. Their faces are not hiding the Oh, wait, stress. these are not the gods at all. Oh, they are not. This, oh, what? This is Paradise Island. Paradise Island. Oh, we are wrong. Yeah. And there's Hippolyta slash Hippolyte down there in the corner. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, they're trying to speak to the gods. That's what's up. Yes. Just looks very godlike. Just drop something. Did you like Sorry. drop your keyboard on the ground now? I, dro- I said, like, I'm not going to click it. I'm going to drop it. Dan hates the sound of the clicking. So I'm just going to drop the keyboard on the ground. I am just drilled in on the clicking today for whatever reason. But um, hey, we're off. And now we've got we're actually, you know, into the story. And clearly the story is keeping our interest because we're talking about keyboards and stuff. Uh, but now we get to the gods. Okay. It was oh, the yeah. next page. And this page is epic. <laughs> Apollo's trying to get his brother or I mean, uh, Hermes is trying to get, no, that's not even Hermes. I don't know who that is. Somebody is trying to get Apollo to wake up. And, uh, anyway, there, uh, I guess that's his twin brother. And since I know all about gods, I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. I got nothing. I'm looking. That's at Artemis. It. Oh, that's it's, Artemis. It's okay. not Artemis. It's not Artemis. Well, anyway. Okay. Uh, maybe it the is God, Artemis. Well, the gods are leaving. So. Yeah, they're leaving. Okay. But, they're, they're getting ready to leave. Like, Summary. I'm just, I'm blown away because this is all hand-drawn. And yeah. you look at the texture on, the, on that panel, on yep. that giant page, on all of that, that splash. And all that stippling, everything, all by hand. That's the swatch that, work. Yeah, the background looks like plaid. Yeah, so good. And it looks like it's like woven. Yeah, that's the, no, that's and it makes that part. boat. The the it just makes it pop right out. 
it's very it's got a good great 3d effect i'm like man this looks so good well anyway um we are moving forward they're getting ready to leave but they think the faith diana can maybe still save them a couple of them have faith is that a good summary of that page yeah that's a good summary they have faith they believe that she's gonna be able to um, take care of business she's their salvation and now we flip the page and we're back to it's a man's world. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to try to sing. <laughs> but it won't be nothing. Nothing. Okay. Bad uh, things so, are happening everywhere. The world yeah, is a mess. The, the Soviets have pulled out the summit because it's always the Soviets' fault. Yep. Always. Yep. That Nikolai Volkov. Bad dude. Always teaming up with the Iron Sheik. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yep. Oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. No joke. I saw Sergeant Slaughter this weekend. Where? At the Piala Fairgrounds. Really? Yes. Why were you at the Piala Fairgrounds? We had to go pick up some toys. There was a toy show. There was a vendor there. We went at the end and Sergeant Slaughter was was doing uh, things like photos and stuff like that with, with people. Wait, there was a toy show? It wasn't really a toy. It was like, it's hard to explain. It was a toy show, but it was like limited capacity, um, very minimal people, small amounts. Like there was like 20 something vendors. Everything was like spaced out in the main and not in the main hall, but one of the like large buildings. And uh, then there was uh, uh, um, Sergeant Slaughter and um, Greg Sipes. Okay. Beast Boy and uh, um, Don, uh, Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah, it was, it was a very, it was, it was kind of weird. Like the, the, or it was like, it, it's kind of weird. Cause it was like, well, it's cool, but it's also like, this is not what I would want to be doing at any, you know, I'm just like, I'm here to pick up like a box of stuff and get out. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So it was a quick, like, take my money. Thank you very much. I'm here to get this stuff because you drove all the way over from the other side of the state and I need to go. <laughs> oh, Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> well, Sergeant Slaughter clearly was not doing his job in 1987 because there's war everywhere. Oh, he, war or everywhere. Or maybe he was doing his job. Well, he needed to get people in the Cobra Clutch because that's more appropriate and, and not so. Than shooting them? Yeah. Yeah, but he totally was part of G.I. Joe and like yeah. had the little pew 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 red but they and yellow had lasers gun. and they just like shot you and then you like slept for a little while and woke back those up. Those weren't and then lasers, you're... Greg. Huh? Greg, those weren't lasers. Sure they were. Greg, those weren't lasers. They was like laser tag, Dan. Okay. They just like they worked. slept for a little while and then they woke back up. Oh, okay. Well, turning the page. They dead for a long time? <laughs> Turning the page, we have uh, the crews back together here, and we've got. Oh, hey, Etta's fine. Wait, wait. Uh, we, last time we saw Etta, she was on the ground. Yeah, Ow. she looked like she was dead. I thought she was dead. Not Etta. I feel like I feel like we skipped some scenes. Now everybody's inside and they're all chatting with each other. Everything's fine. Okay. A lot um, can happen in five minutes, Dan. 
And our new Greek friend here is explaining to Professor Capitellus uh, that she he startled Etta and she fell down. Uh, Michaelis, right? Mm-hmm. Have we just, have Michaelis. we settled on Michaelis? Okay. Yes. And you know everybody's getting together. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten panels on this page, and there is like one book's worth of text. It's a lot. Uh, but what we get on this page is we learn that the talisman is important. And they read about something from General Tolliver's office called the Ares Project. Oh, that sounds not good. Anytime yes. you bring up his name, it's like it's like saying Candyman three times. Yeah, because oh you flip the page because you flip the page and you get. I love this effect where you letter something and then do the art in the letters. Whoa. Um, and now Whoa. we're back to Phobos. Yeah. And it looks like Phobos is watching while his brother, the guy with all the snakes all over him, which Snake would make Bose. sense. Yeah. Is that what we're calling him? Snake Bos? No. I believe, it's, I believe it's Demos. Demos. Uh, but Demos Snake Bos, yeah, has Snake snakes Bose. all over him. <laughs> and yeah, it's looking... Um, but he said that the moment when our fierce father's master plan will finally bear fruit. And now we see all these folks going to war. And so a bunch of people are being manipulated. All right. And this is fun. So, ah, uh, um, hmm. And Phobos though, he's looking he, a little jealous of yeah. Demos down in the corner. He's all like, I feel for you, perhaps brother Demos. But Phobos now feels lumbering failure in his yeah. war oh, godfather's no. eyes, and I intend to do something. Oh, bother. That. Oh, yep. poop. Bother. Yeah, he yep. just looks so sad. He does look so sad. Um, and so we're, we're back to the wall of text again on the next page. Dang, and uh, so much, and but it has Diana, to tell that story. Diana and Professor Capitellus are, yeah, they're working out everything so they're deciphering the talisman and uh yeah you know they she gets some rest it goes to sleep and diane is trying to figure out who else can help her because apparently she doesn't sleep nope she doesn't need it she's like perpetual coffee <laughs> perpetual <laughs> apparently coffee. perpetual coffee yeah. just like a, a coffee stream yeah um <laughs> And Wonder Woman's going around thinking about everybody, about Etta. Um, she would have been, uh, for her comments on page nine, she would have been sign- or canceled on Twitter about Etta. Huh. And then we get to Nicholas and uh, find out about him a little bit. She's kind of telling the story of these characters by walking through them. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about Steve Trevor. And now she starts looking at this diagram and suddenly she figures it out. And I love how to Perez can track these expressions and then make every expression important. Oh, yeah. And that- good on the colorist, too, because when she like has that look, it's like the panels in the background go to like a base red alert kind of state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it just looks solid, like the whole thing. And it, I, I love how everybody's faces are telling a different moment of what? (laughs) 
Yep, and now we get page 10, and we get something going on, and the general is being accompanied, and uh, one of the generals has taken over a base. Oh, dirty dog. And the good news is now we have switched from Wonder Woman to the Doctor Strangelove comic adaptation. Very much. Very true. Gonna ride a Uh, rocket. Because we got one one person taking over a base. Yep. And ready to get those nuclear codes going. I do feel like they're just taking, lifting the plot of Dr. Strange love just a little bit on the Aries background story. I mean, all why not? Aside. If it worked, yeah. it worked. <laughs> I don't know that it worked. Okay. But well, I liked I mean, it. I guess that's a catch 22. Yep. See what we'll meet again. <laughs> don't know how. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I, <laughs> Anyway, we're moving on and running over each other's jokes. And mm-hmm. uh, it's now she's discovered that she has to put the amulet in a mirror. And this is just interesting. Now we get everybody's ready to go fight. Just everybody. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's ready. And so now we get the next page and Wonder Woman's holding the amulet in the mirror. She touches it to the mirror and then we get a bunch of Kirby crackle uh, with everybody in the middle and everybody's transported to Demos's lair. Oh, man. I do have to say, I like how Nicholas like just he shows up ready to rock like he's he's got he's got a go bag full of guns like Rambo. (laughs) Nicholas is not messing around. That's that's factual. Like Steve Trevor's in his tactical turtleneck, um, which is white. Yeah. Which is not tactical, I guess. It's not the archer turtleneck, but, you know, I'm assuming it's his tactical turtleneck. Yeah. Mikolas looks like Sergeant Rock. <laughs> yeah, in blue. If Sergeant blue. Rock wore blue. Yeah, well, he's Air Force, so, you know. Well, and it's you just wonder, like, you know, if, uh, you know, it, it sometimes, too, I feel like George Perez is just having fun, right? Because, like, okay, well, you know, uh, and now I want to do some Kirby Crackle. Now I want to do some war comics. Yeah. Like, I just want to feel like I can draw everybody. And so, and of course, who created Sergeant Rock? Who? Do you know? No, who, Dan? Uh, oh, I was wrong. Uh, okay. It was Joe Kubert. So even better. So now he's doing Joe Kubert and Jack Kirby on the same page, which. Nice. Yeah, nice. I got to say this next page, this like, again, like album cover after album cover in this book series, <laughs> this, this looks like a Dio album cover. Yeah. Just looks so badass. I, there's Kirby crackle everywhere. Demos is hanging in the sky. Yeah. And then we get the next page and now the snake fight starts. Oh, snake fight is on. And. Oh, permit me to introduce myself, Professor. I'm Demos, son of Ares, master of duplicity and sovereign of the serpents. And the serpents go after Wonder Woman. Uh, she says, great Hera. Uh, Capitellus takes down the amulet. Uh, and Steve Trevor shoots a snake head. So that's our page. 
Yeah. But again, the art is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, now everybody's fighting. So, you know, this is kind of, it feels interesting too, because you get to page 16 and it's like, uh, everybody's fighting. And, uh, now all of a sudden they're fighting and it almost looks like they're out of time, but everybody's firing a weapon, including at a, I don't know what they're shooting at. Um, everything. But maybe they're the snakes. Everything. Yeah, they're just shooting at everything. Maybe the snakes. And uh, Phobos is getting jealous here. And then Demos, okay, Demos now hexes them. So not only does Demos have all these snakes, kind of like uh, Medusa, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but his power isn't to turn people into stone, it's to give them fear. So apparently Etikanda... And, and, and sometimes I have, I have issues with scenes like this because I feel like like we could have set this up a little bit better. Like, I don't know why these folks are, are afraid of these certain things. And, and granted, we're in issue five, so I don't know that we have the backstory. But in good writing, I think it would have been nice in the first five, four issues to give us a hint somewhere. And maybe they did. Maybe if we went back, we'd found it, find that. Uh, but I wish they would have given us a hint that these were these folks deepest fears. Okay. Or drew back to something, right? So like, yeah. for example, Etta has the, you know, is clearly she's some reason she's afraid of being buried alive. I have no idea. I feel like it would have been cooler if that was like, uh, Julia Capitellis, because then like it could have harkened back to the scene where all the houses were being destroyed. Right. Oh yeah. My decay. Right. And, and so just she, a couple of days ago, you know, Dr. Capitellus almost has her entire world crumble on her. She's afraid of being buried alive right now, which would make total sense, right? What you don't know is when Etta Candy was a child, she was buried alive as a prank. It sounds pretty terrible. Um, it, it is. And I think that it, they're, it's fun art, so I'll oh, forgive yeah. it. But Steve Trevor's afraid of spiders, as should everyone be. Uh, Julia is afraid of drowning apparently, but, but Nicholas is afraid of cats. Oh man. And and this looks like Fievel goes West. (laughs) It kind of does look like Fievel goes West. I was just kind of thinking he was afraid of the musical. And if we were alluding to that in the eighties, that's hilarious. That is funny too. Cause I mean, it's very relevant and timely because people are still afraid of cats the musical <laughs> don't make me watch cats no and it's funny that you bring it up today while we're recording because it is the anniversary of the stage appearance on broadway of cats today it's, thank you so much world for giving us that beautiful piece of art right there cats yes hey did the you Blu-ray. know did you know the cats huh? are different each one. And that's why they hate each other. I didn't know that. It's so insightful. It is. I just okay. like the music. Well, <laughs> I, it's a joke because if you listen to the music, you would know the story. You would know the, <laughs> the insightfulness. I just like it. I just like it for the music. I don't like it for the story. <laughs> I like Red Dwarf for the music. Yeah, the music's great in that. No, the red dwarf. I like the cat in Red Dwarf. Oh, just for the cat. Yeah. 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 I, well, not the rest just of for it the is, cat. I, I, the rest of it's eh, so, so. What? I'm just joking. I'm. 
Snag. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Well, anyway, all anyway. right. I mean, Athena's name enough that this insanity. Wonder Woman starts going off. She goes and kills the cat. Apparently, punch. Um, Wrecking shop with snakes. They, they take out the spider. Um, they get Julia out of the water and they unbury. Well, start to unbury. They grab Etta. Go to grab Etta. And all of a sudden, Phobos is back and he's going to take care of things. Oh, man. Troublemaker. And uh, Nicholas starts shooting at Phobos because if you're in the military, that's what you do. Yeah, it makes sense. You shoot things. And then and then we get, which is not okay. Like Wonder Woman is attacked by like every snake in Deimos's beard. Oh, man. All the snakes. That's, that's like terrifying. I'm not a big fan of this like snake snakey to snake stuff snake beard but then in the most awesome turn in events on page 19 uh wonder woman manages to grab her tiara oh and she throws it at demos it cuts all the snakes and it takes his head clean off like a razor even says the razor edge tiara strikes swiftly and cleanly now how does she wear a razor edge tiara on her Dan, head? And how is that practical? She wears it very carefully, Dan. Very carefully. I mean, I don't mean to be identifying holes in the story, but this is funny book forensics. Um, you know, she she is an Amazon. She is uh, skilled in a lot of different things that we as uh, humans from the man's world don't understand and wearing a razor sharp tiara might be one of those things. She has healing, uh, regeneration powers. That she has are... razor sharp tiara skills. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's guess what we needed. Like, I guess yeah. Superman could wear a razor sharp tiara. Yeah. Unless he was under a red sun. True. And we'd be finding all out about what happens to Superboy under a red sun this week if somebody had showed up to do the podcast. That's not me or you. Someone else undisclosed. Well, we'll work on that maybe for next week. But yes, uh, it's, you know, keep messaging me saying, did you go start yet? Oh, wow. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. They well anyway they didn't oh wow well we'll we'll catch up with said person soon so and i shouldn't i shouldn't throw too much shade because it's like our only listener so i know we it was a special it was gonna be a special moment we bring our one listener on for the for a podcast moment and then things the life gets crazy sometimes i mean my life got crazy last week with uh kickstarter and other life stuff was it like this, though? Was it going to be like this since this is the 80s? Was it going to be like this? With a snake beard chasing me? No, and I had to... no, no. Oh. I was going to be like, it was going to be like this. On this week's very special episode of Family Ties. No, it wasn't. Not at okay. all. I was, it wasn't going to be one it, of the it was more like very episode special episodes. It was more like an oh, episode God. of Valerie season one where all of no. a sudden Valerie dies and then it changes to the Hogan family and Sandy Duncan. <laughs> what? And it changes to Sandy Duncan. Yeah. And then we get Sandy Duncan and then all the memories of, of Valerie disappear because somebody left a light on in the attic and it set a fire. That was a lot weird. 
I'd forgotten about that until now. And that was a lot weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, we'll just uh, keep going. It's kind of like, well, we did that recently though, in pop culture. It's like, uh, Roseanne goes on a Twitter fest. So we'll just delete her from the cast. She's on show. I'm just joking. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to say, you knew about that too. They did the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It went from Roseanne to the Connors. She got Valerie. (laughs) Yeah. She got Valerie. There you go. Like that's the, I, you know, it happens sometimes people, they do things in their own show. They do things and, uh, they, they disappear. And then you got to bring in, uh, that lovable ant character and make them a little more, uh, prominent. And that's exactly what happened on both shows. <laughs> well, the good news is, yeah. uh, it, the good news in this comic is Demos's head goes flying into a bunch of Kirby crackle. Oh man. <laughs> Which means it's going to be gone. And now we've got both halves of the spinning thing, of the round thing. Yeah. Of the amulet. I can say that. Harmonia's amulet. And Phobos is still hanging out in the background. And he's like, I must flee while I can. So much for all that big talk. Yeah, he's he's like, oh, crap. (laughs) And we've got Steve Trevor consoling Etta down in the corner which I find interesting from a character development standpoint. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Nicholas and everything and uh, Wonder Woman sneaking down in the corner. I'm blessed to stand by beside warriors such as these. So establishing her not just presence as a person of peace, but also as a warrior that can murder snakeheads. Yeah, that's cool. And She's they put tough. Oh, she is. Well, they put the amulets together. And uh, then they end up in front of a whole bunch of soldiers. Oh, man, it got it went from bad to something bad. Yeah. And uh, they're the soldiers like, hey, we're going to put all these folks up to against the wall because they're traitors. And we're going to shoot them. Oh, no. This is fantastic. It's yeah, not, not good. It's not so good. Well, then we flip a page and not only that, but <laughs> The good general is now firing off all the nuclear weapons. Oh, why? As he's not from Easy Company. Oh, man. And now Wonder Woman is covered in snake bites, which I am not a fan of, by the way. No, she's been uh, pretty good. And now here's Ares. Oh, bad dude. Bad, bad dude. Yeah. You know, it's a bad guy because he has Kirby crackle in his eyes. Oh, yeah. In his eyes. You can't and even that see. that is outstanding. What? Yeah. Yeah. And that takes us to the end of the issue. We will go on to issue six next time um, with the Aries onslaught. So tear this one down for me. I, th- I feel like we had a lot of action in this episode, in this issue. We moved through the story. So it's, it's almost like she's going through. Uh, she beat Phobos, right? So mm-hmm. Ares was a wrestling, had a wrestling stable with his sons. Yeah. Uh, she defeated uh, Phobos, right? And Decay. Yep. Or did Phobos ever really get defeated? I guess Phobos kind of had Decay fight for him, right? He, yeah, he he yeah. sends in he sends in Decay. Decay doesn't take the title, doesn't win the right. match. 
Right. And, but uh, where Ares has the title. Remember? Ares so has the like, title. Yeah, but it, they're trying to take out the challenger before they get to Ares, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's classic pro wrestling, right? Yeah. Right here. And uh, Kate does not get it done. And Phobos mm-hmm. was like her kind of manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, he was like her classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah. And yeah. and that's when that's when uh his brother was like, No, get out of the ring. You're not so good. But we all thought, oh, he kicked him out into the to the hellhole. He's dead. Yeah. You know, it's just out of the ring. Yep. And then after that, you know, Demos steps in in that number one contender match. And of course we know Demos is gonna lose because the when you have a baby face and a heel in number one contender match, the heel always loses if the champion is a heel. Otherwise you'd have a heel versus heel. We would we wouldn't want to have Demos versus Ares. That kind of defeats the purpose. True. And so Demos gets taken out and pretty violently taken out. I mean, this is a pretty good takeout. I think he's going to be out of wrestling for a while. Oh yeah, no, this is definitely like bring this was for an object brought into the match. And then, yeah, yeah. I mean, they both had foreign objects. If you think about it, I mean, he had nothing but snakes and then she, and then Wonder Woman's like, no, not doing that. What if at a point the baby face gets tired of, of the heel cheating and takes takes care of it. So that's basically what happened, right? Yeah. Okay, and now Ares appears. And so we've got soldiers, war, Ares. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, a lot, I'm sure. Well, we'll we'll know next time. It's like the because- this turns into like a, a bigger tag team event when you think about it. I mean, because like <laughs> Get well, on. Wonder Woman has like a stable too, but they're good guys, so it's okay. Yeah. It's okay when they interfere. It's a smaller stable though. <laughs> That's true. Against a much larger one. Ooh. Well, on that note, I think we're probably done with the story and with all the banter at the beginning, we're probably close to wrapping up this episode of Funny Book Forensics unless you have something you want to plug or add. You know, I think I talked a lot about Starlight at the beginning. I don't think the the one listener wants to hear about uh, Starlight at Starlight.com, the Kickstarter that's ongoing currently right now, so close to being funded um, that it's not even funny. And Travis is going to eat a bunch of bunch of stuff this time around, which is which is I find hilarious because usually I'm the one that does the food challenges, uh, but but he's going to actually step up to the plate literally and and fill his face with a bunch of foods well i am scrolling through right now um spoiler country are on the mothership here and of course we want to promote the mothership and spoiler country of course uh if if and when we're granted a special appearance by the lord of spoiler country uh, we're going to talk about Jim Shooter. And about 21 days ago, there were three interviews with uh, Jim Shooter on Spoiler Country, along with hundreds of interviews from other comic creators. So we recommend that you go check them out. Oh, my uh, gosh. Love so the one with Jimmy Palmiotti. Uh, it was like a month ago already, but Jimmy Palmiotti was talking about why him and Amanda Connor are now doing a lot of Kickstarters and independent books instead of working for the big three. Oh, wow. That's cool. I mean, to get that insight and find out all the cool inside track information where is that at at spoiler country that is at spoiler country in the spoiler verse so and contrary to popular belief spoiler country is not about spoilers necessary it's just uh, like lots of conversations with really cool stuff 
And sometimes there might be a spoiler, but sometimes maybe not. And Dan is also wondering how much maybe I need to go to the spoiler verse more often because all of a sudden Jupiter's legacy just popped up. And now I'm wondering if I need to go dig through my comic book boxes to seal that up in plastic and sell it. You might. Jupiter's legacy is coming to the coming to it's on the flicks already. Yeah, it's it's there. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe we should be reviewing those comics. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy. Um, yeah, it was a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a comic. <laughs> it was a comic. And uh, of course, you've got other pod. You, yeah, not me, have other oh. podcasts on the network. Oh, this is true. Uh, Nerds from the Crypt. Uh, we haven't uh, we haven't laid down a uh, an episode this week. Uh, hiatus because moment. you were busy. Well, um, I was busy, and then also uh, David. Wait, wait, our... wait, you were gonna lay down a podcast for them, but not for me no, when you were busy. No, no. I see. Well, I see where Saul, we rank. Saul can he is a he is a, a professional, professional podcaster yeah. who has. I knew you were gonna mo- go for that. He's a professional. I get it. Well, I was gonna say he's a professional podcaster who has multiple podcasts who lays down podcast by himself often without well, I could, the help I could, of myself or david I could do that it would be awesome <laughs> it'd be like when garth was left alone on wayne's world <laughs> Jeez, i know right hey 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 hi, hey guys hi. um we're talking about things Hello. uh hi <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, you have Nerds from the Crypt, and I believe you also have Narrative Gunslingers, right? This is true. Well, I was going to say, on Nerds from the Crypt, uh, Saul had, he did lay down a podcast without without either David or myself and talk to a recent Kickstarter. uh, So you should go check that out and see what's going on there because that is an actual, uh, that, um, that, campaign is going on currently right now concurrently okay uh, so with with the episode that's been released so you should go check it out uh well, another thing i was, oh, gonna say, I was just gonna say can what? i add something before yeah. you add something in yeah. other news in yeah. honor of our podcast today i've just been informed by hbo max through an email that anaconda is now available on hbo max so really yeah was it because we're talking about snakes and then all of a sudden anaconda pops up in your i i believe that i'm being listened to yes that is crazy uh anaconda a really good movie it's got uh believe elo cool j in it what anaconda it has elo cool j does it not have elo cool j i don't know because i've never watched anaconda oh wait am i getting uh i think you're missing ice cube no, there's the shark movie LL Cool J's in. There's and then I'm sure he's got the he sings the song about the shark fin. Okay, well, anyway, go ahead and plug your pluggable while I uh, look this up here. We're uh, nurse and crypt. Uh, we will be actually in the, in the near future. We're gonna have a couple of great guests on uh, speaking with. Some I was right. Folks. It is Ice Cube. It is Thank Ice you. Cube. And what's the other one? Deep something. Okay. Deep. Listen to this deep cut of, of actors in this movie. Okay. Are you ready? Jennifer Lopez. John Voight. Carrie Warher, who is the one I don't know, but should. Ice Cube and Owen Wilson. Wow. Danny Trejo is in this film. 
Oh, hey, what that's cool. the hell? Okay. Anyway, that's a that's a that's a that is a lot of of talent all in one one movie. <laughs> it's a it's a lot of talent. I just don't know why they didn't have any writing talent. Hey, well, you know, it's a lot of talent in one movie. It's something that should idea. be watched. I've got this idea. A giant snake is going to attack people while you're in the jungle on a boat. Jungle boat. Um, on narrative gunslingers with uh, with Travis Webb from the the Kickstarter of Starlight, uh, we are we are actually going to be talking to a couple folks uh, upcoming. We have um, I want to say Ron Randall on deck from Trucker Comic. Ron and, Randall. Yeah. Ron are you Randall. serious? Yeah. Yes, what I just got in the mail. What'd you just get in the mail? I got Trekker, the complete journey volume one, in addition to the newest Trekker Kickstarter book. Oh, nice. It is freaking beautiful. I wish walking away from the microphone is not a good thing on the podcast, but I wish I could show you how beautiful this book is here. And uh, yeah, when I got the last Kickstarter, I decided just to kick in a couple of extra bucks and get the hardbound version of the whole complete journey. So yeah. It is nice. That's awesome. Uh, Ron is Ron is awesome. So I'm really looking forward to getting a chance to talk to him and uh, and all uh, in the upcoming weeks. And then also we'll be interviewing uh, Neil Fisher. Outstanding. So if uh, if you're not familiar uh, with Neil Fisher, then you should check out the Narrative Gunslingers and see what we're going to be talking about there with both Neil Fisher and Ron Randall. Well, we, I, yeah, we talk about stories and other stuff. So we stories on st- narrative gunslingers. You talk about stories. I know, right? <laughs> what? Okay. That's awesome. So, well, I'm glad that that's, so we've had a lot of chat about our lives going on with the Kickstarter. We got a nice issue in today and we got some pluggables in at the end. And so, yeah, do check out uh, a lot of this stuff. It's a lot of fun. So with that's it, though, probably we should wrap this thing up. If you click that keyboard one more time, I'm going to reach through the electrical wires like the atom when he goes through the electrical lines and pop out the other end and pull your hands off. <laughs> Absolutely killing me. I'm sorry. And on that note, click... Yeah. Click, 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 click. That ends this clickable version. See what I did there? I did. This clickable version of Funny Book Forensics. <laughs> and now Greg's going to stop recording. <laughs> Dude. <laughs>